Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, here's the question. What are your holiday light rules? Your Christmas light rules? 651-641. Yeah, well, people do. 651-641-1071. Okay. Turn them on. Rule Give us a one. call. That is a good rule. Uh, give us a call at 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay, so here's what made me think of it. I saw this uh, story about a family in New Jersey who's kind of in hot water with their neighbors because of their holiday light spectacular that they spend two months getting prepared for every single season the neighbors uh, well, most neighbors one of these people on your block well or like in the neighborhood somewhere where and some of the neighbors are fine with it but other neighbors are not okay with it uh, and the neighbors who aren't okay with it are not okay with it for a number of reasons. Among them, the fact that it uh, it brings way too much traffic to the area, uh, it's too bright, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they are being fined, or they are Get risking. Get off my lawn! They are risking being fined three thousand dollars. Okay, but three, a day three thousand dollars a day doesn't seem like much when you realize how much they probably spent to make this happen in the first place. One hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, they don't dollars care. that. Okay. Over the talk? over the last decade. Can we talk? I mean, that's still a lot. Can we talk? Yeah, we can talk. Yeah, we should actually. In fact, that's what we're supposed to do. I love humanity. I love America because I, I, only yeah. in America would you have somebody who would spend $150,000 on a shameless, wanton display of Christmas lightery. Christmas lightery <laughs> right? $150,000. Think about if they had put that in a savings account. Oh, I know. I mean, I know. I mean, that's retirement, mm-hmm. people. Put it in a put it in a CD. I mean, it's not that I'm trying to say because here's what's going to happen: mm-hmm. is people while we're waiting for people to call in with their Christmas light rules. Well, because obviously it does get people uppity. Six five one six four one one zero seven one Christmas lights give people opinions. Yeah, uh, and, and as they should, you know. But but I just think like. There are people who are going to be like, oh, you're just such a Scrooge. No, I kind of feel like this is like some kind of disease that, well, not disease, but like illness. And like, we're all like, oh, look at this just adorable family. They go all out. I'm like, that's 150,000. Was there a kid in that family that was going to go to college? Well, I'm going to throw something else out there that it won't make you feel bad. Oh, good. But no, I love these kinds of stories. It's not Somebody make you has feel no bad. legs. What's no, going it's not going to make you feel bad. I just want to add this to the story so that you have the full picture. Okay. Shall we sure. say? Um, 
About six years ago, they've started taking donations from oh. the people who come to visit. Yeah. And they have collected over $30,000 oh, in donations that they give to a, a charity that houses severely injured veterans. That is a wonderful thing that so, they do. Congratulations. Yes. But you didn't have to spend $150,000. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm blown away by the 150000 because I think that's a lot of money. And I feel like, what were you going to do? Like, was it worth it? At the end of your life, maybe it bring all that joy to people. And here, it's not that I'm saying you shouldn't do it, because I love when you're driving down the street and you see like, but then there's always that one house where you're like, wow, I bet their neighbors really love them. Because they went all out. Because do you, if your legit next door neighbor did this, would you be like, oh, that's awesome? Or would you be like, I am so, I can't with these people. I feel like my rule, my rule... Of, so, in the interest of full disclosure, you I do, do this. I you don't. I am this house. No, I'm just kidding. In the interest of full disclosure, I don't do Christmas lights at all. Yeah, I don't either. Mostly out of pure laziness. Oh, I yeah, love the way sure. it looks. I just, I don't want to be out in the cold. I love lights. Stringing up lights. Um, and none of my neighbors really get too crazy with the lights. However, my first rule would be I hope that neighbors, when they do light displays, have a conversation with their neighbors about the light displays if yeah. it's going to be beyond I feel like you know just trimming the house and a couple trees a right? lot of, a lot of the times that this happens these are people out in um suburban areas or exurban areas where maybe your next door neighbor is not literally you know you can't see into their bathroom from their house from your kitchen yeah exactly mm-hmm. so if this was in south minneapolis i think there would be a conversation mm-hmm Probably because you would very likely be lighting up my bedroom. Yeah. Or you would already not like your neighbor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This would be a passive aggressive Minnesota way of saying, you know, giving the middle finger. Yeah. In a very cheerful holiday way. Yeah. Like Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. Bleep you. (laughs) Let's go to the phones. David is on the line. Hi, David. David, what's your Christmas light rules? Well, nothing before December 1st and nothing left up after January 31st. Oh, that's Everything's good. Everything's on a timer, and I am so lazy about it that even though I have every Christmas light I could ever possibly need, I just spent two hundred dollars buying more because some of them are broken, and I just don't really want to deal with it. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like that. No, at least you're honest. I know. There you go. And thank you very much, David. Um, I like that. Like, I like that he's just real, real about it. I'm gonna put them up after the first of December. They're not staying up until. And, you know, they come down I mean, before the 31st of January and you buy new. I like that he's got, got bulbs out. He's got rules. I feel like a lot of times you end up like these houses with the people in the thing. Because remember a few years ago, it was like the um, like Mannheim steamroller. Mm-hmm. Like we had somebody who had them like, yeah, who had them. And they all go to the music. Yes. Remember, that was a thing yes. for a while. I'm sure it still is a thing, but that sort of became a thing. And it was like. This is such a dude thing, first of all, right? Like, I'm going to spend $150,000 on a kick-butt Christmas lighting display, and I'm going to be the biggest one on the block. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's just that, there's just that, like, I don't feel like a lot of women are like, I want to have the largest... I want to have lighting Christmas lights. You're so saying that is, everybody's blind. This is a Schwann's measuring. I kind of feel like experience. it's a Schwann's and yeah. Gruber Christmas. Mm-hmm. 
Mary Schwantz and Gruber Christmas. Right. Like I just feel I'm not saying women don't like Christmas lights. I'm saying when it gets to the level that like you can see this from planes passing overhead mm-hmm. at 30,000 feet, perhaps mm-hmm. you've achieved some sort of, you know, testosterone induced experience. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And I think there might be something to that mm. because as I'm looking at this article and thinking back to the stories that of your about the large displays, mm. typically the person being interviewed, <laughs> shall we say, is not a, a, a woman. Yeah, no, I don't it's even know why you have to tiptoe man. around it. <laughs> I think it's true. true. Like, yeah. and look, I'm a man. I I, I understand mm. my people. Yeah, it's usually the guy who's yeah. like, been working on this oh, lighting display this, since this <laughs> display, and uh, I, I I'm building this framework. And I got a two four niner. I got a thirty eight thousand solar <laughs> uh, solar plexus two thousand that's going to light this thing up, and it's not going to pay. I mean, God love you. I just like they're going to include pyrotechnics. Yeah. We have an actual Santa Claus that comes out of the chimney. Remember? Do you remember what we? This is this is the female. Um, the feminine uh, sort of side to this is, do you remember what I got? Did I get you? I got you one of oh, these yeah. for Christmas. Oh, yeah. It's not up yet because we haven't put our Christmas uh, decorations the, up like, yet. They go up tomorrow. It's not the fake outside lights, no. which sort of took off like a, you know, for the lazier people on in the world where you sh- you you basically light a light onto your house and it makes you look like you have Christmas lights. What are those called again? Um, I, I don't know what the one, the one that goes outside your house is called, but what we have is from lit from within. It's called a magic window. Oh yeah. yeah. It's so and, and great. You shine it on your window from the inside and it looks like it plays like Christmas. It like it gives scenes. it shows like a little movie. So you put like the, there's a screen that you put up over your window. Yeah. And then you project it from inside and you can make it look like Santa Claus is like creeping through your house. Or you can have like Christmas puppies on. There's like a couple different scenes. It also has a Halloween setting, which we should have used on Halloween. Doesn't it show you like killing someone or something like yeah, somebody with an axe? One of those, yeah. and then there's like some zombies Just and kind stuff. Of awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fabulous, and that is to me that's about as Christmas yeah, lighting as I get. That's reasonable versus right. like fifty hundred thousand million watts. Yeah, there you go. Shooting out of your front yard. Well, it was nice to hear all those Christmas uh, light rules. Thank you, everybody. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, <laughs> we are going to enjoy. A cheat day Friday experience, oh, and this yes. one has been a long time coming. We are going to have the meats it's after been this. Here for a while. <laughs> after this on my talk one oh seven one. Happy Friday, y'all! It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, my talk one oh seven one, streaming live at mytalk one oh seven one dot com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and on Friday we like to throw caution to the wind. And uh, we like to try something. Dietary caution. That's true, specifically. Uh, and uh, we like to try something that uh, normally we wouldn't throw in our mouths. And we call it Cheat Day. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat Day Taste Test. Stick this in your mouth. I'm afraid of what we have You're here. afraid? Why? Well, it's a lot. This is a big... This Actually, is a big this is end. the small one. I know. And that is surprising to me because... Okay, so what we have in front of us is called the classic Arbinator. And this is what the Arbinator is made of. Roast beef, cheese sauce, horsey sauce, Arby's sauce, and curly fries. 
all in the same sandwich. It is the most Arby's sandwich Arby's has ever made, and it's available in classic, double, and half-pound sizes. It is a lot. I mean, it's basic. I mean, it's basically a meal just put under one bun, right? Like normally, you'd have a roast beef sandwich with cheese, and then you'd have some curly fries on the side. This time, you're just kind of shoving it all together. And I will say, I do love a beef and cheddar from Arby's. It's yeah. my favorite. And who doesn't love curly fries? Oh, right, you. No, I love curly no, fries. You never get the curly fries. You always get the. I we've been here before. Which is what the? What is the point of I going like to the Arby's? Potato cakes. I prefer pa- the potato cakes. I'm a 70-year-old German lady. It hurts my heart that we sent somebody to Arby's and they did not come back with potato cakes. That's upsetting to me, but whatevs. Because you don't get potato cakes just every day. Why do you not? Uh, Because I don't. Okay, uh, uh, Holly's already in it. So Holly, tell us us what's going on over there. You know why I'm already in it? Because I love the curly fries. Now, I have a piece of this, and I will say that I was a little sad when we cut into the Arby-nator and they already pre-administered the Arby sauce and the horsey sauce. Well, that's the point, is that it's all on there to begin with. I know, but I I like a choose-your-own adventure with the sauces. Well, so what you should do, then, is just get a regular Sammy. Right. So and, then I um, guess what I'm asking what the point then is of the Arbinator. Because then you're driving and you don't have time to like dunk things separately and uh, assemble things separately. It's you all under one bun. cannot drive and eat I the Arbinator at agree. the same time. I agree. You totally I agree with you. Uh-uh. Did we not have a crazy stupid idiot recently? That I think was uh, if you can't eat this. Eating you, something a hash brown you. and driving at the same time, and it was a big what? deal. Mm-hmm. A yeah, hash brown. Mm-hmm. It was a hash brown. Well, that's a rookie mistake. All right. Okay, gonna I'm going to go to town on it. But it tastes good because I like Arby's. Yeah, it's I, it Arby's tastes really good because I, I like, like Arby's. Arby's. Here we go. Yeah. Uh huh. Who doesn't like a nice sensation of roast beef in their mouth? Mm. Okay. It's a very specific mouth feel that Arby's beef. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Colleen. Oh, love it. Yeah. Arby's beef flaps are a very distinct mouthfeel. Okay. Oh, really good. Don't, please don't say that. You guys, where has this been all my life? Okay, somebody has to talk. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> the, it's, good. it's a good Arby's sandwich. Yeah. But why did I never think to put the fries on the sandwich or put like a potato thing on the sandwich? Oh, to have your starch mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I never thought to do that. I guess because I like to have things separate. See, I would separate. just pick the... The one d- drawback of that is that... Then there's... It's like you eat it all at once. The fries are moist. Then, that is true. Yeah. They're not crispy. You know what I would do? hmm You guys might not think to do this, but I might ask them to switch out the curly fries... Put in a potato cake. No. Okay. Why are, are you, you so why? obsessed with the potato cake? I feel like that would be a great... Why? Because it would keep the crisp on the outside, and then it's it's supposed to be mushy on the inside. You expect the mush. I would just ask the... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply to put the horsey sauce and the Arby sauce on the side so I can do it myself. All right, so... Uh, <clears throat> you want to DIY that. Cobras uh, okay. on a f- one to five scale. How many Cobras would you give this sandwich? I'm going to give it a four. Oh, wow. I Bold give it a statement. solid four because it's good. It's decent. I mean, yes, I would get this in a pinch if I needed, you know, something real quick in my body. You know, on the road. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm just saying I'm on the road. I need a quick meal. It's got to get in quick. I'm Because it's Holly. all in one sandwich. Holly. Yeah, I'm going to give it a nice four out of five because I like all wow, of the... Wow, you guys e- are bold. Well, I like all of the elements yeah. together. However, again, sauce on the side. Yeah, I'm giving this a three. It's got a fatal engineering flaw. And that's, again, I don't... I, I would not want to eat... I'm not wasting an opportunity to eat curly fries that are soggy. You, you see what I'm saying? Yes. You I want, want your crispy, crispy curly, fries. curly fries. Yeah. And I want to dunk them in sauce. So I, I while the flavor is definitely there for you, thing, I think there's something about moist potato products that's just not, not turning doing your crank or wet spuds. Okay. Here's, here's what you need to know about the Arbinator in case uh, Bradley really sold it for you with the wet fries um it is it'll it is only for a limited time at select arby's locations look if you're drunk uh or you're well hopefully you're not driving if you're drunk but like if this was like a you know post club experience oh yeah i think you'd probably really enjoy it Mm -hmm. also i don't know why we have not ever tried this at arby's and maybe we should put this on the list of things to try the loaded curly fries curly fries with cheddar cheddar sauce Shredded cheddar cheese, bacon, and ranch. Wow. Have they had that before? I mean, this feels like a new thing. I just forgot how much I love Arby's. Arby's. I know. Don't forget about Arby's. But the problem is you want to eat the whole menu at Arby's. And you have a tendency to eat just one or two things at Arby's. But the loaded, see, loaded fries have had this before. I'm telling you because I think we've tried loaded fries before. I, If you're going to give me loaded fries, you have to give me each component separate. And I have Mm. to be able to assemble them at the time of eating. Because otherwise, you will just have a soggy mess. Bradley's loaded fry rules. Yeah. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them... D-Bags. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 107.1. It started. Oh, sometimes the breaks are better than the show. It's true. Man. Sorry. We do the real dirt in the breaks. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to give you a boring, yeah. boring conversation. Now we're going to give you the G-rated version. About celebrities behaving badly on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, we call those celebrities behaving badly D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. What are you doing over there? Telling Holly something. Okay. Why? It's none of your beeswax. Okay, I'm a little concerned. Uh, No, um, here's my D-Bag. My D-Bag today is Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Both of them? Yes. And actually, it's probably just Cosmo, but... They're the ones that are being talked about in this particular story. So we'll just 
throw them in for good measure. Okay. This particular story is delightful. Whoops. Turns out these are the headline. This is the headline. Whoops. Turns out Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's new home is dilapidated. <laughs> wow. Same. Whoops. That's Mahara Bonner. I'm probably saying that name wrong. Mm-hmm. She is the uh, Brooklyn by way of London entertainment reporter with a love for pizza, pop culture and Twin Peaks in that order mm. who wrote this article for Cosmo. Mm-hmm. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are moving out of the goldfish bowl of Kensington Palace over. What? Goldfish bowl. I don't know what that means. Meaning people are watching. Oh, what's happening in Kensington Palace. Exactly. Over to Windsor Estate, which is, you know, partially the case. It's on the grounds of Windsor Estate. And particularly, they're moving to a place called Frogmore Cottage. Now, Frogmore Cottage is a very, 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 very large experience. Mm -hmm. When you say cottage, it makes you think like... A little cottage in the woods. A cute little cottage. Just a little cottage. No, it's a very, very big house. And um, it actually faces the beautiful grounds of Frogmore House, which is an even bigger house. Anyway, it's dilapidated. Now, when I say the words dilapidated to you, mm-hmm. what does that inspire in your brain? Like, you know, like doors falling off hinges, holes in the floors, everything in like disrepair, unlivable you know, probably boarded up in some areas. Yeah. That's what I like mold on the walls. Mm. Probably wows. should need to be maybe um, you know, what's that word? Uh fumigated. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um trust me when I tell you that Frogmore Cottage is not dilapidated. Mm. Now, if by dilapidated uh this particular reporter, Mahara Bonner, Brooklyn by way of London. Mm-hmm. Uh, who loves pizza, Twin Peaks, and something else in an order I don't remember. Um, For her, I believe she meant pop culture, thank you. Mm -hmm. I believe to her, dilapidated is like, I need to put up a new coat of paint and maybe buy some new furniture. Mm -hmm. Because that's the extent of which Frogmore Cottage needs to be renovated. Um, But according to a royal biographer, Ingrid Seward, because she's got her finger on the pulse of things, because she once wrote about some royal people, Mm Harry and Meghan are going to have to do some pretty extensive renovation. You know what they've already started planning? Tell me. Some landscaping, freshening. Mm. I mean, that seems like the first thing anybody does when they... Freshening the landscape. That sounds like a pretty dilapidated experience. Doesn't sound so dilapidated to To me. To me, I'm like, there are raccoons in the, you know, pantry. Right? Or like... Yeah, like rodents have taken up residence. Giant holes. Yeah. In walls. Must odor. A musty odor. Mm-hmm. You wow. guys, this place is adorable. It's I really adorable. want to go into there. I yes, I want you to go into there. I it's want a to see 20 what it looks like. room apartment. Uh-huh. Or no, currently. Um they are currently in a 20 room apartment. Instead, they've been given Frogmore Cottage at Windsor, which is within the private home park that faces the beautiful grounds of Frogmore House, which I encourage you to Google because there mm-hmm. is nothing dilapidated oh, about this. Oh, it's beautiful. And everybody and their uncle would be happy to, um, anyway. Um, Reside in this particular What's it like home? to go to sleep in something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't know. 
what would it be? Oh, well, you're never Silence. alone in that building. I mean, that's one thing what do you I mean? think about. Like in a big, like in a palace area, you're never alone in a in a home like that. I always think about those big, huge homes. I'll be honest with y'all. I just started the haunting of Hill House last night. Okay. Um, Way to you know keep up. Well, thank you. I mean, I haven't watched it. It was a joke, but go ahead. Thank you. Um, but that's a big old house, right? And I think about like if you had a big old house like that, that was a little bit like old and kind of creepy. What would it be like to be alone in a house like that? Oh, then I think about houses like this, and you're you wouldn't be alone in them, but See, you would feel thing. alone because the other people that are in them are so far away. Why do there got to be other people though? The staff they got they have homes to go to at night. Bye. But I think they have around the clock staff. Why? I don't know because they're rich. Cause they're on Frogmore Palace grounds or whatever. I mean, like I'm sure there's a fence and a moat and a drawbridge. Like just, bye. So you just push them in out. there. <laughs> I you know one of my favorite pastimes is watching those like there are all these like a stately ho- stately home you know. Brit- there are all these like old fancy castle home things mm-hmm. right over in the UK. That's what they're called. Ireland, Actually, Scotland. Yeah. Fancy castle home, home things. things. And you got all these like rich, like I'm the fourth Earl of blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And um, I was gifted this home by my family and we couldn't afford to keep it running. So we've decided to turn it into a, you know, um, event space. And it's literally just this family. They have like two kids, like four dogs, and they're running this home, which they have staff, but nobody lives there. And then every once in a while, they throw a dumb party and charge people exorbitant amounts to have their weddings and things there. And they get to live in these amazing giant homes all by themselves. And I think, my God, that is the life right there. That is the life. How cool would that be? Because they have all these beautiful grounds that have been kept for hundreds of years and just... You know, how beautiful silence. is that? Silence. Being quiet. Yes. Oh, I was born into the wrong age. I think you and were. The wrong class and the wrong tax bracket. Mm-hmm. It's I'm rough, sorry. I've just it? been having a fantasy all to myself it's over okay. here. I'm, I, I think I made my point. These are D bags because I don't have this home and it's not dilapidated. And I'm really just ticked off at uh Mahara Boner Bonner, excuse me, whatever her name is. <laughs> Poor sorry. Thing. We're sorry, Mahara. Um My- <laughs> Yeah, you just got that one. I arrived late okay. to that party. All right. Uh, sure no. did. Um can I tell you about my D bag <laughs> before you get yourself in any more trouble? Please, trainer. Uh, my oh debate today is going to be Kylie Jenner. Okay. Why? Okay. Well, I'm going to let her tell you why. How oh. about that? Uh, listen to this. She is explaining uh, how life is on the road when she goes on <laughs> tour with her. And I put this in loose quotes because this is what she calls him. Her hubby, Travis Scott. She's on the road right now with Travis Scott while he's on tour. <laughs> and this is what happens when they check into the hotel. Okay. Um, I get a separate room for my hair, for my makeup, wardrobe, and wardrobe, my makeup, and my, and my child. And Stormy, so, t- so she can play around. The three important things I get a whole separate room for: my clothes, and my makeup, and my baby. Now, presumably, what she means is that her child is not stuffed in another room. Well, I don't think. Yeah, she, it's like she—that's a room for her kid to run around while mommy's getting hair and makeup done. But but still. still. And also, too, I just think, like, I think about, so if you find yourself in any sort of, 
you know, city where Travis Scott is performing and you are looking for a hotel room and maybe you're trying to book a room in the same hotel as Kylie Jenner and they're like, sorry, we're full. Just know that they're full. And one of those rooms doesn't, doesn't have just has some clothes and some makeup in it. Nobody's sleeping in that bed. Clothes, makeup and a baby. I'm telling you, this is the way the other half live. Yeah, man. And not even the other half, the like 1%, man. I would be like, can I get a roll away? And also just, you know, here's what I love. Like, remember how we used to like shame celebrities? I mean, we do that daily, but the yeah, things we, we to, would shame them for today. <laughs> Hello. Um, the things that we usually used to shame celebrities for were like not knowing your lane. Like if you come across saying things like, I... When I travel, I like to get different rooms for all my stuff. And I have 80 bags that I travel with. Like, we'd be like, uh, hello, Tom Hanks. We don't talk like that because most people don't live like that. Mm-hmm. Know your audience. But we are f- so far beyond any sense of, you know, like humility, modesty, feigned though it may be. On the uh, part of celebrities, because now it's like wanton display of ridiculousness. Like I waste resources and take things from others because I have so much. Mm -hmm. And people are like, wow, she's really successful. Good for her. I want to be like her. My lips are not as big as they should be. So I'm going to spend all this money. All right, when we come back, we got to talk about some real celebrities. The Brady Bunch. Oh, please. Some real celebrities. Do not. Do Oof. not come at okay. me with that. No, I'm very excited, actually, for this uh, pair of stories about the Bradys, because I've got the plans of this reno that they're doing on the uh, HG on the Brady to Bunch the TV. Yeah, And I've also got a book you need to put on your Brady Bunch Christmas list. Yes! All right, we'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. Well, it's time for a very Brady segment on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. <laughs> Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Everything Brady Bunch, My Talk 1071. I think I'll go for a walk outside now. The summer sun's calling my name. I hear it now, I just can't, can't stay inside all day. I gotta get out, give me some of those rays. Everybody's smiling, sunshine day. Everybody's laughing, sunshine day. Everybody feels so happy today. It's sunshine day. Good job, you guys. Okay. That was really good. You should tour. But until or just stay right here. that happens, I want to tell you, I saw this uh, story in The People. It's not a total lost cause over people. M- mostly it's crap. But um, I'm sorry. I'm being really bitchy. <laughs> I'm being really bitchy. Uh, but the um, they did this story on uh, the Brady home. Remember, <gasps> um, Lance Bass wanted to buy the dumb house. And then they were like, no, we're going to steal it from you, Lance Bass. Mm-hmm. HGTV, that is. Mm-hmm. And then um, they bought it for $3.5 million. Mm-hmm. And they said, we're going to like renovate the crap out of this thing. And we now know what it's going to look like on the inside. I wish they would have been a little bit more pacifical, but there's a layout. And I want you to look at this, please. Okay, I'm going to try to. So, no, first of all, just to get everybody up to speed, the house that they used for the facade of the Brady Bunch on the, the inside facade. did not look anything Correct. like what it, the inside of the Brady Bunch house looked like. Correct. This HGTV show is trying to make the inside look like the 
TV show inside. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they had to file a bunch of paperwork because, of course, this is like, you know, permits and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I will say that the the renovation cost is uh, totaling roughly three hundred and fifty thousand plus dollars. So I just I have a very That's important a lot question. Of but before we get to that very important question. Yeah. Um, they posted like a rudimentary, uh, what you call that plan, mm, like a blueprint, like a layout mm-hmm. of what the design will be that will make it then look like the original. Can you tell if what? The- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What the heck is going on If there? that's actually going to happen. I don't really understand what's going on there. Like, I don't... It's really complicated. Get it. But, I mean... Uh, okay right i mean like i trust that they understand what the heck that means but it looks you know i see a garage (laughs) okay so there's a garage i see the garage i see the the existing garage by the by Mm -hmm. is that the back or the front that's the back right well, the garage in the show is in the back. Yeah. See, that's the thing about the facade of the sh- of the the which is weird. Is oh, I understand now what's going on. Okay, so the okay, so the way that they're doing it looks like they're kind of having to build it back a little bit in order to make it look more like the house on the inside. Yep. Because. From the front, it just it's a it's not as big of a house as it seemed to be on the inside of the Brady house. Mm-hmm. And so they're having to build back in order to make it look more like the Brady house. Yeah. So they're increasing the back end. Mm, yes. It looks like the second floor is gonna extend past the patio. Yeah. This would be interesting. Yeah, I don't so, know. I'm excited for this show. The question I have though is because mm-hmm. when I saw the price tag, three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now, granted, on a home of three point five million dollars status, the other question I have is so technically I have two questions. But okay. the first question I have is like, what's it all for? I mean, oh, so I'm glad that you asked that because I did read an article very early on that the initial kind of initial goal of this was to use it as either one of two things and it kind of depends a little bit on the zoning and i think that they might end up getting in in some sort of uh there might be some legal stuff with the neighborhood either using it as like an airbnb type thing or you know or a like a bed and breakfast type experience or kind of like a museum type 
experience as well, where you could either pay to go tour it or just go stay there. Yeah. Maybe it will be like a museum of ice cream thing, being yeah. that you can go through the house and take pictures of mm-hmm. yourself and put them on Instagram and be all cool. But I think, but I think that those are the things that will the, what will be called into question about that is like the zoning laws in that area and what they can use that property for. So that leads me to my other question, mm-hmm. which is: no doubt there are homes around this home, and I didn't think to wonder this and figure out the answer to this when we initially learned of this house selling for $3.5 million, is that commensurate with the neighborhood or is it just that this house was famous that it was able to be purchased for $3.5 million? Because what I would say then is um, that uh, like, what is that going to then do to the property values in in the the neighborhood? neighborhood? So from what I understand, from what I recall when they sold it in the first place, that, where this is, and Holly probably knows a little bit more about the neighborhood where it is. This is like prime real estate. And, um, and though the house was dated, it wasn't as dated as they're about to make it. Well, yeah, because didn't want, wasn't one of the points of contention that somebody would buy it and tear it down. That's what they thought was probably going to have to happen because the house was very dated. And I mean, it wasn't dilapidated like Frogmore Cottage, mm-hmm. but it was. You know, parts of it were in disrepair. It wasn't it wasn't up to par with a lot of the other homes in the area. And so the thought was that somebody would purchase it and then bulldoze it and and build new new construction there that would be more along the lines of what surrounded that area. Um, instead, what it's the the other thing is people are going through there anyway all the time to take pictures of that house. I think it sticks out like a sore thumb in that neighborhood. Um, it doesn't look like the other homes. I think the price tag on it is a little low for that neighborhood, but was high because of the fact that it was the Brady Bunch house and because it has it's that prime real estate property. Yeah, houses in that neighborhood would probably be at least a million dollars. It looks like it's about 118% more expensive than nearby properties, according to Realtor.com. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. went over on the. It's in North Hollywood. Studio City. Apparently it has like an amazing view. Like this is the place where people want to have a home because of the views. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since it last sold, it's already dropped $9,000 in value. $9,000. What was it sold for? This is the kind of stuff I love. What it was sold for. Before that? Before like it last sold. It's going to say 3.5 because that's the last time it was sold. But anyway. Anyway, so that's the... That's the get up and go there with the Brady Oh, actually, Bunch house. I am looking around the neighborhood. There are like very similar priced homes, like 2.3, 1.5. Okay. All right, all right. I can't wait till that show. Oh, also quickly, the book. Oh, yeah. You need to get this book. It's called um, The Very, uh, what's it called? Love to You, Brady's, The Bizarre Story of the Brady Bunch Variety Hour. Oh, that was, there is a bizarre story about yes. the Variety Hour. Did I just say or? Uh, When we come back, we got to talk about this big wedding that's happening in India. It's the Chonis wedding after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy, you don't even need an interview. 
So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Introducing a new offer from Xfinity. It's unlimited internet with gig speed and supersonic Wi-Fi. And get this, there's no annual contract required, no equipment fees, and a two-year internet rate guarantee. It even comes with a free Flex 4K streaming box. It's all just $50 a month when you add Xfinity Mobile with unlimited data. The supersonic bundle. Go to Xfinity.com gig, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store to learn more. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. New gigabit internet customers only. Xfinity Mobile requires post-pay Xfinity internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply to all services and devices.